0: The League of Legends betting podcast is brought to you by my patrons at patreon.com slash LOL. There you can find bonus content like in-depth articles on macro trend analysis and league previews, as well as thoughts on breaking news and the podcast picks before the show is released to platforms. You also get to support your creators more directly. Patreon.com slash LOL. That's G-E-L-A-T-I-L-O-L. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to part two of the Saturday, February 10th podcast. Uh, we have LEC and LCS as I mentioned before. the LEC I already recorded a show the LCS I got held up with a couple things this afternoon that honestly I just forgot I had to do and had to take care of those things. so um, not getting this out till later, but there should be plenty of time still to cu- uh, catch up on this before the slate tomorrow. Anyway, we have four games in the LCS as we are one to have at this point in the season. Uh, we're going to start off with FlyQuest minus two fifty on the money line again. Shop Five Rebellion plus two hundred. So the model actually projected this as a much bigger FlyQuest favorite, but it does tend to have trouble with the more extreme prices. Like when you get really, really bad teams against really, really good teams, it tends to struggle pricing that pretty evenly. Um, look. Flaques, if if you want to consider the fact that Cloud nine have really faltered and kind of fallen off a little bit like after that weird o three o and three you know run we've seen from them, they O and four really. Um, they are the top graded team right now in this, but again, it rates the most recent performance more heavily. and obviously, you know, they've done a lot better recently and Cloud nine haven't. So they are now your new top team via the models. That said, this is an NA favorite, this is a best of one, and this is a team that, you know, we suspected would be good, but weren't entirely sure, so to me personally, I couldn't be caught dead laying this kind of price with a team that isn't a blue chip team, right? Like, Flackwest might end up being that, and maybe I'm just slow to the punch on this, or I'm, I'm a little too skeptical, but for the time being until they prove other like until they prove to me that they are that which is not going to be for a while once we get more games and everything i just can't justify laying a minus 250 on this the other thing at play here is that FlyQuest have been kind of a slow and steady wins the race grind it out control e team so a seven and a half kill spread here is not something i'm all that interested in when they're averaging like you know 14 kills a win and five deaths a loss. Like, yeah, that covers the spread on average, but like, that's a really, really thin margin. You want to do kill spreads when you think you're going to get margin kind of outcomes. So, I didn't end up playing anything. I leaned under 24 and a half kills as sort of like a proxy for playing FlyQuest since they tend to be more controlled. But uh, they've been a dead nut under team and Shopify Five been like a slam dunk over team because, you know, partially because of all the goofy shit that Insanity's been playing. But I ended up not playing anything in this one overall. Next up, we have Team Liquid minus one seventy-two on the money line against Hundred Thieves plus one forty-one. Um, this is interesting. So the the two models I use gave very very different interpretations of the data for these two teams. The, the 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 OG model, which tends to put a little bit more weight on objective control and agnostic economy, uh, they had or that one had uh, Liquid as a much bigger favorite. Than the market price and the correlated model, which is all grading everything via correlation to winning, um, had this much shorter at minus 131 and plus 108. So, somewhere in between is where this market price is. Somewhere in between is where my opinion of this is. Uh, Liquid in general, not to be trusted as big favorites. uh, (laughs) Kind of reminds me of um, if anybody remembers Derek Comedy from back in the day, it was like Donald Glover before he got real famous. They had a sketch on there called, it was it was like women are not to be trusted or something. And there's like a punchline in it and he's like, wh- he's like, they're not to be trusted. Well, Liquid are not to be trusted as a favorite that's big like this. So, you know, for as skeptical as I am about 100 Thieves in general, um, I kind of went over why last week that they, you know... I- they eye tests are fun to watch and eye tests they, they are like oh this team might be chippy and good and they're young and feisty and they could get there and they have some players their under the hood metrics are not good like worst team in the league not good or, uh, getting, getting there anyway into the same tier with those other teams so I think there is a chance 100 Thieves are bad I don't want to live in that world this top trio should be very very good like the players are very very good and I want them to be good but they might just be bad, and I'm not entirely sure yet. But I guess we're gonna find out. Uh, look, uh, there's a case to be made for playing liquid kill spreads. I would actually, if you if you made me play this, I would lean liquid kill spreads, and I would also lean to the time total over, which is at 33 and a half. Liquid in general, or a time total over team, because they tend to jump out to leads and kind of fuck the game up and bungle their leads, and it turns into this whole fiasco. Um, if you want to play that narrative, I think the better way to do it is actually neutral objectives over, is like over one and a half barons or something like that. I didn't end up playing anything. Lean time total under thirty three and a half minutes. Lean kill, uh, liquid kill spreads, but I didn't end up playing anything in this one either. Yeah, one thing, another thing I want to mention on this one is that um, so liquid are like one of those like lean you to death kind of teams, and hundred thieves seem to be relying a lot on individuals getting leads in lanes. So liquid kind of act as like a counter like a scissors-to-their-paper kind of situation here. Um, this is like the one matchup that is kind of good for Liquid, so qualitatively I could see a case for Liquid here. I still just don't trust this team, so I, I don't I don't know. I'll, I'll stay away from this one. Um, that's kind of an overarching theme in the LCS right now is that there's a lot of teams that I can't quite get a read on, and because there's a lot of teams I can't quite get a read on, the results from the games with those teams, I can't really... I'm having a tough time discerning like what what's actually going on with some of these squads and like who's actually good and who's actually bad and who's just had a rough start, etc. The best I can to decipher it, but it's it's been challenging. Next up we have probably the most interesting match of the day tomorrow. We have energy minus one oh six against cloud nine, minus one fourteen. This has flipped back and forth across zero, where the, you know, the money line equivalent of that. Um, it's kind of bounced back and forth, small favorite either way, but it's basically a pick'em. Um <laughs> interestingly, the models actually made Cloud Nine a small favorite, even though they've lost four in a row, and it weights the most recent performance a lot more heavily. So that should that should be telling to you that you know, like, look, Energy are clearly good in a league where everyone looks kind of like I don't know, meh. Energy look fairly stable. Cloud Nine still have like Cloud Nine and FlyQuest have by far the best agnostic economy, and I tend to I tend to treat that kind of as gospel. Until a team proves to me that they like can't deliver on said economy or can't consistently close liquid or a notorious example from 2023 who had great under the hood metrics and just could not capitalize on it qualitatively like a they're they're kind of like a football team with a really good EPA per play and they just you know make a critical mistake in the red zone or something and the red zone offense is terrible or something along those lines but Cloud Nine you know they've lost four in a row and they're still tops in this and Energy. Uh, I'll just I'll just cut to it. I I'm gonna show a little bit of faith here in Cloud Nine. I know I went 0 three back in Cloud Nine, all three games last weekend. I know I probably look like an idiot now, but I just can't see one bit. Like it, it, if it was too bizarre, like the way it went down was too bizarre for me. Like it, they looked so off that I can't help but think like there was like an illness running around, or like. Someone I don't know, or like somebody got fired and didn't come out publicly, or like there was just something weird going on, and there's a lot of people that would use that as a case against Cloud Nine to like go against them here and be like, oh, clearly something's up. Fade them until further notice, right? But to me, I'd I'd kind of lean the other way, where it's like that was so out of character, bad for this team. I've that was literally like two or three of the worst games I've ever seen Berserker play as a professional. I have a really, really hard time believing that there's, like, signal in that. Like, maybe there is. I don't know. Maybe I end up looking like an asshole here. But, you know, if you would have told me before the season that we were going to get Cloud9 at even money against literally anybody this year, I would have told you to, you know, you're an idiot or that you're crazy. But, you know, here we are in week four, and we're getting Cloud9 at even money against somebody in the NALCS. So, you know, I'm going to go to the well with Cloud9 again here. I actually one and a half x stake this. Uh, I played Cloud Nine moneyline minus one fourteen for one point five units. I also put the under twelve point five towers at minus one thirty eight for one unit. That's a uh, an independent play from the side. Uh, just showed a really really big edge on market price for these two teams. I don't know. I, I'm I'm completely okay going to war with Cloud Nine at least one or two more times probably. If if there's if they look like dog shit again this week, then I'll, I'm willing to you know pull the ripcord on this. But I just think like it was so bizarrely out of character for them last week and really like the, the, the week before with the with the vein mid, that was I think just a draft folly. Last week they leg- they just looked out of character. Like they just looked off. And I have a hard time believing that we're gonna see two weeks in a row of that. And if we do, then that's okay. I'll I'll you know, I'm I'm okay going, you know, going to war that with that and, you know, losing with it. So anyway, play Cloud Nine. S match of the day tomorrow. Immortals minus 116, Dignitas minus 105, another one that's flipped back and forth favorites uh, a couple times, kind of basically a pick them here. Uh, the models both kind of made this closer to a pick although the correlated one liked Immortals a little bit more as a bigger favorite. Um, I'm having a really hard time getting a read on these two teams. Like, they have some good, but they have a lot of bad... I think the overall best individual player in this game so far from what we've seen this season has been Mask. So that makes me kind of want to like look toward Immortals to play here. But, you know, and the, the data suggests that like maybe they're like like are usually below 1600 kill agnostic gold per minute is like where the dumpster fire teams live, like the bad 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 teams. And Dignitas are well below that line right now while immortals are like just hovering above it along with um shopfire rebellion. So like the under the hood stuff makes me think that like man maybe maybe Dignitas is just the worst team. I don't know, but or 100 thieves, 100 thieves were below it before last week now they're slightly above it. They're kind of hovering in but in that 1600 range too. You know, I, I don't like to trust the numbers on this one, but like a lot of the under the hood metrics for Dignitas are bad enough that I'm legit concerned for this team. Like, you know, they've there, they have a significant deficit in like 40 plus percent of their games. There's only seven games, but like they've had a significant deficit in three of their seven games at 20 minutes. Um, I mean, really, Immortals have too, <laughs> and Immortals have had deficits in all but one game this season. So you could make the case against them too. I don't know. I, you know, this call it intuition, call it gut. I don't know. Like, I, I think Immortals might be slightly better. I played the, I played. I'm gonna try to trust my gut on this. I played. I played Immortals moneyline minus 110 for half a unit over a pinnacle. You know, I, I don't feel strongly about this one. That's why I'm only half-staking it. What I do like in this contest is an alt-kill total over. I played over 24.5 kills at plus 125 for one unit. Um, I think we get kind of a longer back-and-forth kind of game. These two teams have both been relatively volatile in their combined kill-per-game sample, and I think this is going to be a little chippy. Dignitas have actually been really, really aggressive early in games, and if they convert on that, then they've, they've kind of steamrolled games, and if they don't, they kind of just, you know the game just drags out and they keep throwing themselves at them, almost a little bit like fear in the LCK. And I don't know, like uh, this could end up looking stupid too. I I usually try to stay away from just taking coin flips like this, but I I just think immortals might be better. And I think they have the best player in this series. I'm okay. I'm okay with, um, with taking a half stake on that. We'll see. That's going to be it for me today. Um, the LEC is in part one. I'll be back tomorrow with a, hopefully a normal schedule. Um, both, po- uh, both, uh, LAC and LCS for Sunday on one, uh, one podcast and one Patreon post again, without all the split updates. And I will see you guys then. Good luck.